Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with Linda Hill with Hill House Manor, and this is our Halloween special. Here we go. All right, Linda, the Halloween special, and this is kind of neat. Sam did set up this interview, so thank you, Sam. And thank you, Linda, for coming on and taking time out of your evening to join us on this podcast. It's my pleasure. So Hill House Manor, okay, I've just now heard of this, but it sounds familiar, like I've heard it somewhere before, and I read the background story, and you've, you've been, I guess, on TV and some other TV specials talking about this. It's, I guess it's a haunted, is it a house? Is it an apartment? Tell us about what exactly Hill House Manor is. Uh, Hill House Manor is a house that started as a single room back in the pioneer days. Okay. And they brought in another house, a single room house, and joined the two together. And then they had a two room house. And it's been added on and added on since then. Until now, it's over 3,000 square feet, and it's two stories. So it's a big house now. Okay. And it, at one, well, when we bought it, it was split into three apartments. So, so you've got three units, but we broke it back down into a house, all one unit. Okay. Now, when you originally bought it, it was like an investment property, correct? Yes. You were trying yeah. to you were trying to rent it out, and at this point there was I read I guess it was two spaces that were livable, one that was not livable. Was it not livable just because it was it was too messy or just not it wasn't kept? It up? didn't even have wiring. <laughs> so, so, so you could, no one could you couldn't even live in it. Yeah, right, right. And so when you no. bought it, you bought you bought it to rent out as rental properties, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> this was part of our retirement plan uh, was to buy several properties that we would lease out 
pay off the note. And then as we retired, that income would be our retirement income. Mm-hmm. And it, it has worked out really well on the rest of the properties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I think it's working out well on this one kind of now. Like In its, its own it's way. In its own way, it has. <laughs> so, so, okay, take us through when you first buy the property. So when you first buy, there's three pretty much separate units, one house though, but three separate, you walk in and what, what does it look like when you first walk in, when you first bought it? There's an entryway mm-hmm. with a staircase and the staircase leads to the upstairs apartment. Okay. And on the right side is the doorway or the door to the unlivable apartment. Mm-hmm. And on your left is a door to the livable apartment, which when we bought the house, both of those apartments were rented. People were living in them. Okay. And so we thought we would take any profit we got from those two and use that to fix up the third unit. Perfect plan. Except by the time we got up there to check out the properties, They were empty. (laughs) No notice, no nothing, just empty. And we didn't suspect anything. It was just, okay. It's, it was kind of a transient neighborhood in the first place. Um, it, it wasn't, uh, high class at all. Right. Um, in fact, we had to go and clean up and clean out and, kind of upgrade the tenants right right as as well as upgrading the houses themselves we had Mm -hmm. to upgrade the tenants and now we have families living in the neighborhood and there's bicycles in the yards and you know it's it's a family neighborhood now um but at the time it wasn't so much and people did turn over their rent like they would sign a year's lease but they wouldn't stay a year so when you when you bought the house, whoever you bought it from, no one told you. And I guess we didn't say this yet, but it's a haunted, it's it's a haunted uh, house. It's oh, yes. what it is, right? And no one told you before you bought it that it was haunted. Did the guy that sold it to you? Did he was it an investment property for him as well? Yes, it was. See, that's to me. If you're if you buy a house and it's haunted, you're not living in it, and it's an investment property. I would want to keep that. I wouldn't sell it. I would keep it and do what you're doing with it and turning it over for profit. That's such a smart idea. Like <laughs> too bad for that guy, whoever, or whoever it was, I sold it to you too bad for them, but you're profiting on it. You're, you're learning how to take something that could be seen as negative, turning it into a positive and lemonade out of lemons. You, you got, and, and you have to do that sometimes. Otherwise you're going to want to sell the house and you are a, a, a medium yourself or a psychic. Not really. No. I know somebody wrote that somewhere. Yeah, I read that. You know, and I can't change it. Right, right, right. So I can't fix that. So, right. <laughs> yes, I have. Some, I'm more of an empath. Okay. I can pick up on feelings and emotions. And I often have to check and see if what I'm feeling is mine. Oh. Like I'll, I'll just suddenly get depressed or something. And I have to go, wait a minute. Do I have a reason to be depressed? (laughs) No, it's not mine. And I can go on with my day. Right. Um, right, right. 
And that's more of an empath than a psychic. But I get some psychic hits from time to time. So when you first bought the property, you, I would assume you looked at it before you purchased it. Yes. Yes, we did. You you didn't feel anything weird at all going inside the house for the first time? Actually, there's a moth flying around here. I saw it. Um, (laughs) I'm sure you did. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it. I flew on the screen. There's a funny story about that because when we came in to buy the property, it was part of a package of properties. Oh. They had bundled quite a few properties together, like 10 or 11 properties. Mm-hmm. And it was take them all or take none, which worked out well for what we were trying to accomplish. So that made the deal a little sweeter, actually. Right. And... So we submitted a bid, an offer, and they came back and said, okay, the situation has changed now, and you can pick and choose because we've sold a couple of the properties. We've got a deal in the works for a couple of the properties. They hadn't sold them yet, but they had a deal in the works. And so we looked at them all and said, I said, You know, that's a beautiful old house. It's got great bones, but I just have a feeling about it. I'd rather not own it. And the house that you're talking, the Hill Hill House. House Oh, you you said you didn't want to own it at first. No. no. (laughs) Okay, right on. And so we submitted a new bid that did not include this house, which is the biggest house in the neighborhood. And. They came back and said, wait, no, we're back to all or nothing. You take them all or you don't take any. They were trying to get rid of this house. They yes. wanted to get rid of this house. Yes. They <laughs> wanted to get rid of this house. And that should have been my first clue. But <laughs> no. We went ahead with the deal. Did you get it at a discount price at least? We Did got a good deal. Of- okay, we good. got a good deal. Okay, good. Um. The, the plan has worked. Kill it. <laughs> Get that sucker. <laughs> I got it. All right. <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> um, so anyway, we closed on it. And by the time we got up there, after we had signed all the paperwork, the tenants were gone. You keep on getting all these clues about this property that just nothing right. just seems to add up. It just doesn't seem to make much sense, right? You don't want it. You have to get it. Tenants are the tenants wind up moving out. I mean, and one of the rooms isn't even livable, right? So right. there's all these things that are telling you not to do it, and then you do it anyways. Well, you kind of yeah. have to if you want the other stuff. Right. And we did. Did you believe in ghosts before you like would I, you like maybe? I, did but i didn't like i had had things happen that were kind of spooky mm-hmm. in other buildings that i owned um well we had a ghost right right yeah. we had a ghost in a building that i leased that uh would come in the front door and the chime would go off and then as about the time it would take you to walk from there to the break room, which was in the back of the building, mm-hmm. the TV would turn on. 
That's so weird. That's so I weird. know. That not freak you out at all? Or did you yes. get used to yeah, yeah, it freak me out? Yes, it does. So I kind of ignore it. Uh-huh. You know, you just go, yeah, well, it's a coincidence. That's what it we was do. it was a glitch mm-hmm. in the in the time and the uh-huh. TV. The wiring's the messed time. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you tell yourself anything yeah. to not have to believe that you're in a haunted space. And then we had another building that uh, I owned. Mm-hmm. It was in a downtown, an old town area. And this building was probably at least 100 years old, which in Texas is old. Yeah. I know back in New England, that's not old at all. Yeah, but for but Texas. Out it's here, old. it's old. Yeah. If it's 100 years, it's old. Right. So anyway... We had some ghost issues there, too. Um, but we just kind of worked around it. They're, they they like to play tricks. Like, <laughs> what, what I had was a dental laboratory. I owned a dental laboratory. Okay. For, like, 35 years. And what we did was make teeth for people. Like, crowns and bridges And dentures, things like that. Anyway, we would come in in the morning and we had an area where we would put cases that were ready to box up and ship. Mm -hmm. And they had to be inspected first. And I was the inspector. Uh, There was about 10 or 12 of us working there. Mm -hmm. and But the final check was by me, since it's my name on the door. Right. And so I would go over to check cases and... Every once in a while, there'd be a case missing, and they would swear it was on my list. Everybody had checked off on it, and it wasn't there. And then we would find it, like, later in the day in a cabinet somewhere. Wow. And it wasn't wasn't my people playing tricks on me. Right, right. It was the ghosts playing tricks on me. Do you feel like you're, like, somehow you unknowingly... Uh, subconsciously are attracted to f- being around ghosts, <laughs> and, and you don't. You it's just possible, know. you know. <laughs> I mean, it certainly seems like it. What's the craziest excuse someone has made moving out? Because you said you couldn't keep tenants in in uh, in in the apartments, right? What's right. the craziest excuse someone has said in order to move out of the apartment where it used to be an apartment, anyways? Right. Uh, well, we got some pretty crazy ones. Mostly it was that someone was sick. And in order for them to get well, they had to move. The whole family had to move to California. <laughs> and we had one that the whole family had to move to Utah because someone in Utah that was part of their family was sick. And they all needed to go out there and take care of. Them. So we should let them out of the lease. A lot of people didn't even bother to let us know. They would just leave. We had one apartment that they left after about a month and a half or two months. They left all the furniture. They left They <laughs> left a bed unmade. They just wanted to get the heck out, out of that house. They wanted out of this house. Did well, I, What I don't understand is if I moved somewhere and I felt it was haunted and I was going to leave, I would tell the landlord, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, 
but I think your place is haunted. Not one person said that to you. No. How did you realize that it was haunted? What, when was it? How, okay, before I ask that, how long did you try to lease this lease out these buildings uh, before you decided it's not worth it anymore? And it was, at that point, did you realize at that point it was already haunted? So how long? And then did you realize it was haunted before you made that decision to quit doing that? We decided to quit renting it out at two years. Okay. We had been through like 10 tenants in the two years. And we just said, it's costing more to fix them up after people move in and then turn around and move out. Mm -hmm. than we're getting for deposits. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. And we were having to travel about an hour from our home to the properties mm -hmm. and then back home and then back to the properties on the weekends while we worked on the properties, fixing them up mm -hmm. because we did a lot of the work ourselves. That was part of the plan. And uh, so we decided that we would take one of the units that was livable and we put an, an air mattress in the bedroom and an air conditioner and uh, you know, coffee maker and a dining table that some tenant had left. Mm -hmm. um, we got free furniture at least out of it, huh? Uh, yeah, we got some furniture. <laughs> That's good. We still have it over there. We still <laughs> use it. Um, but we decided that we would just use it as an office and as a place to stay when we went up there on the weekend. Instead of driving back and forth, we would just drive up, stay the weekend, drive back. And we had been doing that for a few months when someone told Dell that the house was haunted. Ah. Dell is my husband. Okay. He was showing a property across the street from this house. And the person he was showing it to pointed at this house and said, that house is haunted. Oh my God. My aunt lived there 30 years ago and it's haunted. It's been haunted, you know, long before she moved in and it's still on. And so, you know, he came and told me <laughs> and we were both, okay, what makes sense here is that it wasn't haunted. But if the neighbors are telling you, if you're new to town mm -hmm. and the neighbors are telling you that this house is haunted, mm -hmm. now everything that goes bump in the night is going to be a ghost. Right, right, right. E even if it's not. Your imagination is going right. to go nuts yes. with that. And it's an old house. Things go bump yeah. in the night. People do that all the time. Also, if, if you think something's one way, sometimes you'll relate something else to it just because you're right. Your mind does start going kind of crazy and you just old, old houses creak. They just do. And if, even if there's one ghostly experience in your mind, anything else that happens that does not explainable or even that you could explain like a light flickering could actually just be an electrical issue. Right, uh, but it's a it's a ghost at this point. At this one, it's right. a ghost. People right. do that. Everything's a ghost. And so we said, okay, definitely not going to rent it out anymore, even when we're through using it like this. Mm -hmm. uh, but we'll keep using it like this for ten years. So you know that gives us some time to figure it out. And uh, I told my daughter what was going on. Okay. Now she was in college 
which is a little college, community college, um, about 45 minutes from here. Okay. And she told some friends, and they were ghost hunters or wannabe ghost hunters, or at least they wanted to spend the night in a haunted house. People that are ghost hunters, be careful if you do not know what you're doing. Do your research first. I've heard some crazy Amen. stories about attachments and things like that. So Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but she told them, and they wanted to have a sleepover at a haunted house. And how how, 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 how old? They're in college? Yeah, they're in college. So, yeah, of course, that's what they want. They're 19 or 20. Right. And uh, I said, sure, you know, why not? And we had a sleepover. I stayed too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, things happened that were a little scary, but not unexplainable. It's like there could be a reason. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And anyway, they told friends and somebody said, we need to get ghost hunters, real legitimate ghost hunters in a team and investigate. Right. And see if it's haunted for real. And I said, well, where would I find such a team? Because this was way back in 2007. Because so, ghost, ghost hunting now has become very popularized. It's all you like, can throw a rock and find it. Yeah, you're right. You can. <laughs> you can. But back then, they weren't so easy to find. I said, what do I look in the yellow pages? Where am I going to find ghost hunters? <laughs> and she said, no, no, we'll go on MySpace and we'll make you a page on MySpace. I said, that's my daughter's space. I don't need MySpace. I have a website. She said, yeah, but this way you'll find the ghost hunters. I said, okay. So we set up a MySpace page, which is how it got the name Hill House Manor. Okay. I did research to find out the name of the people that built the house or the person that built the house. And I never could find it. And I was on a deadline because they were going to set up this page and it needed a name. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was on a deadline to come up with a name. And finally, I just said, I threw my hands up. I said, you know, our ha- our name is Hill. Yep. It's Hill House Manor. It sounds cool. And it's, it Doesn't sounds it? cool. It does. When, when you think Hill House Manor, I didn't, you know, what's crazy is it didn't even, the aha moment didn't even click in my head. Uh, even when I saw your name was Linda Hill and I saw it was Hill House Manor, I was thinking it's on a hill. Like, you know? Right. And then right. I was like, oh, Linda Hill. Her last name is Hill. Okay. Yeah. I'm not that smart sometimes. I had to, I had to click. It <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's the way we came up with the name was because cool. of the MySpace page. Yeah. So we got on MySpace and, and I, well, I didn't do much of it. My assistant did. And she found some ghost hunters and she found a team in uh, Galveston okay. that said, yeah, they'd come up. And check it out for free. And said, all right, come on. So they came up and to spend the night. Mm-hmm. And about 3 o'clock in the morning, they were knocking on the bedroom door going, you know what? She's not feeling real well. And we're going to go ahead and head on back to Galveston. Oh, wow. Um, and by the way, you do have activity. And I was like, okay. Because I had taken a sleeping pill. I was barely hearing it. 
So you but, were you were at the house with them? Yes. Back then, that's how we would do it. Okay, so you were at the house with the ghost hunters in the house, and you did you sense anything while they were there? Like, were you curious about what they were doing, or just kind of leave them alone? I kind of left them alone because I didn't want to disturb what they were doing, and I didn't know anything about ghost hunting. And you weren't scared at all to be there, knowing no. that there's probably a ghost there, or several ghosts. Well, right. at that point, I was still in the telling myself there wasn't really a ghost. Okay, gotcha. Something happened later that convinced me. But uh, they called me a couple of days later, and they said, you know what? We did exactly what your tenants did. We told you someone was sick, and we left early. Because wow, we, were, yeah. we got freaked out. She said one of them got a bloody nose and she had never had a bloody nose in her life. But she got a bloody nose. And that freaked her out. And she said, I need out of here now. And so they left. Do you think with the tenants that were staying there and, and you heard from several different people, someone was sick, they had to move, you had California, Utah, wherever it was, it always seemed to be far away to where. Far away. They, there's no way you could convince them to stay there because it's it's the, I mean it had to be somewhere else. I wonder if that excuse is something that uh, maybe some uh, a ghost or uh, maybe would put in their heads because if a lot of people use the same excuses, then then who then who knows right now the house when it was first built was was it like a brothel or a uh, oh no that came was, much later oh that, that came, came oh later. but it was at one point right. Not a brothel, but a speakeasy. Okay. That had some rooms upstairs that had some girls, you know. Because I, I heard the ghosts can be a little bit promiscuous. What they'll do, what they'll do, they're hookers. Right. I mean, they're, they're hookers. And so they'll come up if there's a guy in the party, they'll like rub his chin and he'll feel someone stroking his, his cheek or his chin, or his arm, you know, just stroking him. Mm-hmm. And it, it it makes the hair stand up on end when they do it. Yeah, I would think and, so. And they get freaked out a little bit. And we've had one follow someone home and That's stayed good. at their apartment for about three days. And I said, tell him to go home. Yeah. So he did, and she did. She came back to Hill House. And she left him alone from then on. Have you always been an author? Or is that something that you started doing because of Hill House Manor? It was kind of inspired by Hill House Manor. The first book I ever wrote was about, it wasn't even about, well, yes, it is about Hill House Manor. It's the <laughs> guest book. We had a guest book and we wanted people to just sign like a guest book. Right. But after a few months, they started signing and saying, this is what happened to me. Oh, they would tell you little stories about what was going right. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I published that. That is so neat. That's And that's such an easy thing to publish, too. I mean, you didn't have to do a whole lot of work, probably. It's kind of there for you, right? Oh, I had to do a lot of work, but oh. that's I'm picky. <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay. I transcribed the whole thing so that okay. you could actually read it. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I did a bunch of stuff. That makes more sense. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I I wanted to just publish it. Right, right, right. You couldn't do that. Um, 
So, yeah, and my latest book is about Hill House Manor. It's called 13 Ghost Stories. I happen to have a copy of it right here. Let's see what it looks like. How many pages is that? And can you buy that on Amazon? That's a thick book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can get it on Amazon. That is so cool. And see, it's, it's this it's thing. And, Go ahead. Sorry. It's stories and uh, inspired by Hill House Manor. Like a lot of times people will get information, evidence, mm-hmm. like, and psychics will come in and get stories Mm-hmm. And but they can't verify it, like in a local newspaper or a, a you know a past newspaper or a yearbook or at the county courthouse. They cannot verify it. To me, those stories may be true, right? But I can't print them as nonfiction because we have no verification. So what I do is take that little story and expand on it mm-hmm. and fill it in and it inspires a real story, a short story. Well, I've got a couple of books too that are novels that this accidental, not really accidental purchase, but everything that led up to it, you know, you may have been the reason why they maybe something wanted you to buy this house. Cause they knew that you'd be able to tell the story of the property and do something good with it instead of just letting people live there and stay there. Maybe the ghost didn't want people to live there. And, but now you do it as a stay the night. Yes. Type. Is it like a, a people that are thrill seekers or ghost hunters, or maybe want to spook or a scare? Um, are those your typical tenants that come in there that want to be there for the night? The typical people that come for an investigation, it's a, a nighttime investigation uh tend to be teams of ghost hunters okay tend to be but we have people like uh we had a real estate office last weekend that rented it for the night and they had like 11 or 12 people uh and they weren't ghost hunters they just wanted a team thing yeah, like, a, uh, like a, that's kind. That's kind of neat. That's kind of a cool. Uh, uh, company team building. <laughs> team building. Team building yeah. <laughs> let's all get scared together. What, right. What if, so if someone wants to go, and let's say someone's driving through Texas, uh, and this is in. It's in. Uh, where's it at again? Gainesville. In Gainesville. Okay, I almost said Gainesville, but I didn't. I almost mixed up with Galveston, but Galveston's near the beach, right? Yes. Gainesville, Gainesville's just uh, north of, of Dallas and Fort Worth. So if you want, if someone's driving through and they want to thrill for the night, uh, do they just hit, hit up your website? I know your, your, your email's on there and a the phone number's on there. Yeah. Uh, and how much do you charge for, is it just a nightly stay? Does, do people stay there for a week? Uh, I've had people stay for a week, but usually it's just one night. Okay. Do people stay Some the whole people, week? Yeah. I, okay. well, yeah. Does every one, single one person, person have a story? Has, yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that some of the stories they say because they know it's a haunted house, do you believe all the stories or do you think some of it could just be because you think it's a haunted house, you're going to relate, like we talked about earlier, right. relate it to a haunted house? Because people, like you said, people's imaginations go wild, but then I'm sure there's some that are just undeniable. Well, 
lot of them bring equipment mm. that will measure stuff. Right, right, um, right. And they take pictures and they have special cameras that, you know, take special pictures that ghosts show up on. Have you seen them? Have you yeah. seen any ghosts in the pictures? Yes. Do you have, okay, I'm going to let you go soon. We're after 30 minute mark, but I do want to ask you before we leave, do you have name? I know it's been already 30 minutes. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you ask, do you, have, do you know any of the names of any of the ghostly tenants that are living there? I do, but I don't give them out. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I will confirm them. If you go sometime and you no. get a name of somebody <laughs> and you bring it to me and say, I got a name of so-and-so and such and such, I will confirm it and say, yes, I've heard of that one. That's good that you don't do that. Cause it keeps people, it, it almost makes it more of a reality thing. Like, okay, you heard this name and this is the name on here. And then it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe this really happened. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't think I'll be staying there. Um, I like, <laughs> God, I like talking to people. Hey, you know what? Get some of the people that have stayed there and I would gladly talk to a group of them and get different stories from them. I think that'd be a really neat episode to, to do that. You know, Oh, we um, can do that. Yeah. You know, keep in touch with me. Stay on the phone after we play the outro song. I want to have a couple questions for you off of, off of the air here. Um, the website that you have for Hill House Manor is what? Hillhousemanor.com. That easy. M-A-N-O-R. There you go. Hillhousemanor.com if you want to stay there. get through. You can go to the website, check out some other things. You have a lot of YouTube videos or some YouTube videos that I've seen that you've, you've posted. You did an A&E thing. You have another thing coming on ABC, local news maybe. What's what's the big thing you have coming up, coming up next? Um. To- uh, tomorrow I'm going to be on primetime with Jesse Waters. Oh, really? On Fox News. On Fox cool. News. That's going to be fun. Yeah. He's I'm way better than I am. Too. He's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell him I said hello. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I, used to, I used to have cable till COVID and then I, uh, I, we got rid of all the cable. And so I don't get to watch all the news so much anymore. Uh, but you know, I, I, I enjoy life a little better without being glued to the TV so much. So, yeah. Um, Anything especially else? The news. Especially the God, the news is so horrible sometimes. Anything else that you want to bring up before we get off that we didn't cover? Anything that you thought we might talk about that you want to say? Find my books on the internet. Go to Amazon.com or go to her. I'm sure your website has it also. You know, it'd be really cool. You should make merchandise saying I've stayed at Hill House Manor. We used to sell t-shirts that, okay. that said I lasted all night long. <laughs> oh, yeah. At you, Hill why'd you House stop Manor. selling them? Why'd you stop selling them for? I don't know. <laughs> he I just, just didn't. did. <laughs> just stop doing it. Well, I think it's really neat. Linda, will you please stay right there till after the outro song plays, please. I want to thank everyone that listens to our podcast. You can find us on YouTube, all audio platforms. Uh, go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash the loud spot. We don't make any money on there, but if you would like to donate, please do. If you listen to our show, that's all the time we got. Linda, stay right there. Peace out. Rock on and much love and happy Halloween. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Does everything that's good really have to end? A pin post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 